Great. Well, we're running uh, science camps all summer long, and we do this each year. We also do a spring science camp, uh, usually Easter week every year. And we have started in the last number of years at the beginning of the summer with a leadership camp as well. So that's because uh, we have some regular campers who often come to us, you know, starting at the age of five, and they move through our junior and our senior science camps a lot of times, and then they just like it here so much that they want to stay, and they've even, when they've aged out of camp, um, want to hang around. So we ended up uh, adding this leadership, leaders in training camp that we do, uh, and we include the babysitter's course as an option uh, for those campers and then they will come and uh, after they've done the babysitters course and leaders in training camp they will come as volunteers if they like for the rest of the summer so we have a number of children now who've done that uh, course in the last couple of years and some of them are returning for a second summer of volunteering and helping out with the littler kids which is great so how do these camps benefit the children who take part Oh, I think that any camp uh, has the potential to have a real benefit for kids just because uh, my background is that I'm a, a teacher, a primary elementary teacher, and I know that most parents probably recognize and a lot of teachers know that during the summer months there's quite a lot of forgetting that can go on as you move away from school. So camp, especially an educational camp, is a great chance to um, re-up on, on some of the education uh, initiatives and, and keep the brain active as well as, you know, a really great chance to make friends and um, feel included and, and maybe make friends outside of your school or outside of your regular neighborhood or the regular activities you do. And then our camps in particular, because there's a science focus here uh, and a nature focus, I think are really beneficial to kids because they allow kids to reconnect with nature if uh, they have been away from it for a while or sometimes it's the first introduction to spending more time outside and it's really a great way to increase their science literacy and to shape their brains um, and get them ready to ask big questions and learn about the world around them. How important is experiencing nature and the outdoors to overall well-being? Uh, personally, myself, I believe it is absolutely essential. I think that we are uh, not separate from the environment that we come from and that we go back to and that we live in. And I think, you know, the view here from all of our staff and our board and stuff at Manuals River as well is that, um, you know, there's, there's a reason that we do what we do, and it is to protect the, the river valley and all the living things in it. And we see the value of um, educating about nature as a way to get people interested and to learn how cool and interesting it is so that they'll start to care about it and want to protect it with us. And I think that, you know, you can't have healthy bodies without healthy air and water and soil, and you you won't have healthy minds and healthy emotional states unless you learn about um, the natural processes of change that are inherent in the natural world, because it really just helps you to understand as your life unfolds uh, how how what you're going through oftentimes is is not just you alone going through it, but it's part of a, a bigger picture, a natural process. And these camp experiences often lead to connections that last a lifetime, eh? Yeah, for sure. Like we've had very much uh, the experience, I think, of 
what I would say is that the, the people make the programs here at Manuals River. So, so many of our interpreters and our camp leaders uh, come to us as young people, maybe starting to work with us either throughout their high school or their university careers. And then they stay here sometimes for many years. So there's a lot of familiar faces uh, as far as the staff goes um, for the kids who come to camp, a warm and welcoming place. And as well, we get a lot of the campers uh, coming back week after after week and year after year so they make some really good friends that that last outside of that and like I said for the kids that start with us early and then continue on through camp for many years and maybe even into the leaders in training camp um, you know they're by the time they're finished that and they're doing some volunteering with us they're they're 14 maybe years old and another two years by the time they're about 16 maybe they want to come and work with us Uh, you know they could potentially really stay with us for the long haul we're seeing that we have said some of our um, campers who will actually come like wearing teal and teal is the color of our interpreters uniform sometimes they'll come to programs and camps like wanting to really be like the interpreters and to be included and to be part of it and and they they absolutely are so we've had like even some of our our uh, kids who did our climate change lab program for instance um in the, in the winter past, which was aimed at uh, teenagers, they really took it on. Um, I think it really made an impact on them. They even wanted to interview some of our interpreters when they had to do projects for school and, and that kind of thing, and they've come back to volunteer as well. So it's really a way to be included in the community and with other like-minded people who sort of get you and, and care about the things that you care about, which is really special. And Eleanor, um, if people want to get involved, how can they support this? Well, Manuals River is a registered charity, and it's a not-for-profit organization. So, you know, we rely really heavily on the support of the community. So we are looking to get grants all the time to fund all the employees that we have. Uh, for instance, some of our summer camp volunteer, or summer camp staff this year are funded under the Canada Summer Jobs Grant. Um, we also look for donations, like from individuals or from uh, bigger groups or corporations. Um, we have you guys, VOCM Cares, supporting us this year uh, through a grant, and we have the United Way supporting our camp as well. Uh, we also, of course, use uh, the help of volunteers. So we have our, our young people, our leaders in training who are volunteering at camp, but we also um, take volunteers for all different aspects of caring for the trail and other programs as well we're constantly fundraising so you know almost every event that we do could be considered a fundraiser really because it goes right back into taking good care of our trails and our river and uh, also providing that trail system for free and as well you know for sure the fundraising really helps the education side of things which is what we think will Um, get people on board with us and working with us um, in the long term. And so some of the big fundraisers that um, you can take part in this year uh, would be like our Chefs for Trails that will happen in the fall. It's a fun food hike on the river, quite delicious, different chefs coming through. And we also have, of course, ongoing right now, uh, one of the biggest fundraisers of the the year is our Bobber Race. We have a 50-50 lottery running. And Bobber race used to be a physical race on the river where we would sell tickets on little bobbers and we'd number them off and release them down the river for almost 30 years this went on and uh then during covid um you know we we really couldn't do the same big event in public that we would normally do so we switched over to this online 
race. And the race right now is that there's a limited number of ticket, tickets available and that uh, the time to get those is sooner rather than later. And we want to get them before they're all sold out. So right now the Bobber tickets are will be on sale just until September 7th. And that is soon approaching. That's the deadline for purchasing. And then the draw will be September uh, 21st. We've already had an early bird draw uh, for $5,000 cash, the winner of which was Brittany Piercy. And she has decided to take that money I think, to do some home renovations, which is a great use for a big chunk of cash. So if you're looking to support us and to maybe be the big winner, um, you can absolutely go to BobberRace5050.com, and you'll see there that our current uh, jackpot at the moment is over $38,000, and that will continue to climb, I hope. And we usually find that towards the end, as it, you know, there's always those last-minute few who realize, uh-oh, I only have so much time left, so it usually does uh, – have a little burst closer and closer to the deadline. 